Okay, here we are then with the SMX Review Show on MX Vice uh, with myself, Ben Rumbold, and my colleague, Brad Wheeler. And uh, we welcome our guest this week, um, British, what do we call you, Dylan, British AMA Supercross Import, <laughs> Mr. Dylan Woodcock. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you. I'm all good. How are you, boys? Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, good, we've got yeah. the... Uh, the technical info uh, trying to sort out so yeah thanks for your patience with that but uh, yeah, yeah it's always uh, no a bit tricky just, Where, whereabouts are you right now it's on and there's a little bit of a delay because I'm having to run it off my hot spot on my phone so uh, we're just running the hot spot for the minute Oh, brilliant work. Yeah. No, we appreciate your efforts, mate. Yeah, it's definitely uh, always a bit tricky. So whereabouts are you in the world right now? Whereabouts are you based? I'm in Menifee at the minute in California. Uh, he cut from California Microsoft days. Obviously, used to have the, the house here on the new house owner's land. So, uh, yeah, just renting it off them and just done the first three rounds. But, uh, yeah, not sure what's happening this weekend or what's going on yet so after this and then I know a little of bit course, more because it's this is eastern round isn't it now it's uh, they go to a couple of east rounds so um, what would you normally do in that sense uh, I'm I post only four rounds this year and the rest are like quite far away and I'm out here on my own to be driving eight hours ten hours in your own racing and coming back just in case in any other places you never know what can happen supercross is I'm actually going to sell my bike here now. I mean, i uh, uh, done the first race, was all right. But the main, I was pretty, uh, I had a problem with my shock. I had a problem with my shock. And then uh, those Triple Crown races there, uh, obviously didn't do too good in that. And uh, mm. so, yeah, I'm, I'm planning to go back. On, but uh, I had a phone call uh, earlier on about doing to see what happens. About doing what, this weekend I think someone's got hurt somewhere so I'm not sure if I'm going to go back to maybe race here I'm not sure so I mean yeah you keep your ear to the ground you could well be on the pro circuit Kawasaki squad by the sounds of it <laughs> I think but uh, I think everyone's screaming for that ride <laughs> yeah nice one just got to do a, a quick name check from that side so yeah this uh, podcast brought to you by AS3 Performance home of aftermarket motocross and enduro parts from hard wearing protection parts including skid plates and radiator braces to performance cooling parts including silicon radiator hoses and oversized impeller kits uh, AS3 also have a huge range of brake clutch and gear levers all with different features and adjustability check them out online at www.as3performance.co.uk uh, we're also fueled by Golf Race Fuels and uh, fully supported as all of MX Vice's output is uh, by Even Strokes. So get your kit uh, or any, any of your motocross needs from evenstrokes.com. So, um, yeah, so Dylan, so the plan was how many uh, supercrosses this year? Four, did you say? Or I was going to, my plan was going to do the first four and then I'd have a little look and then uh, obviously so it was a long stay and I didn't want to be staying here any longer than March because I would have liked to got back to and earn a bit more money to to um, get going to move the race and it was staying like a whole nother month just to do one race so I was going to try to get back home and then I think a few of the boys got injured at Arena a few phone calls getting called up there and I asked him to go do that so I might go do that just need to make sure I can make everything work here before I just get up and leave you know was that the American yeah. Arena Cross series no over here no oh Mm. Yeah, obviously, I've so we'll injuries, see. don't we? Like, see. Yeah. Chrissy, Chrissy been hurt. Matthew, other people been bashed up, crashing everywhere. So I'm not sure what the fan is yet. <laughs> but uh, if I go, I'll just, I guess I'd ride a 450 or because everyone's riding there. But we'll see. So we'll just see what happens. Sure. No nice. Brad, go. No, yeah, just it's obviously, yeah, they've had a few injuries, so it'll be good to uh, get some more riders back out there. The gates were looking a bit thin yeah, towards exactly. the end of the night. <laughs> 
Yeah, Chris, Chris and Matt yeah. Bayliss actually both had two fifties set up. So, um, and uh, yeah, Chris did his knee on the Saturday, and then I'm not sure what happened. Well, I'm not sure what Matt did to himself, but he walked off rather groggily and turned down a, a Jeff Perrett interview in front of the stadium. So, uh, yeah, obviously he didn't feel too great. There were six people in the LCQ at a gate of ten. So, yeah, not uh, not ideal. But uh, you've done that sort of series before, didn't? Would you fancy your chances against the uh, sort of top British motocross boys? Yeah, I mean, I've done that my whole life. <laughs> yeah. When it was called Future West when I was six, so I've been doing it for like, like over a decade. And I think there was maybe some years there where I never even missed it. Like, and people do crash and people do upset other people. That's just, I mean, if I go around the M25 and pass someone up the inside, it's at 6 p.m. I don't know, it's tight, isn't it? It's the same on Arena Cross Track. It's exactly the same. Um, it is what it is. I'll be. I'm excited to come there, and, and, and um, if I do, what it is I'll, I'll go to Wembley as a spectator and have a few beers. And <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Yeah. Well, should we talk? Did talk you race uh, Bradley then? Sorry, did you race? Did you guys race each other in the Arena Cross? Yeah, I think so. A couple of years ago, in the Pro Lights. <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, go on, Brad, you're gonna say something? No, I was I was gonna say should we uh talk supercross? Yeah, better up. Yeah, that's what we're here for. SMX review show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So um yeah, obviously um first off just to run through the, the four fifty class. I don't know how much of it you uh, you can watch on a, a triple header sort of night, but uh yeah, I'm an incredible night in both classes. But the four fifties first chink in Eli's armour. Uh, how did you see it going down dinner? I watched I watched obviously I didn't make the main, so I watched and stayed and watched the last race. And yeah, I thought Tomac was, he's very good. The track was weird. It was doing the same rhythms apart from that rhythm that the boys started doing. That goes, you could go three on and one off four. And, yeah, um, and the big tables. Excuse me. That was the only bit that, that we could yeah. make really time. Um, the whoops were pretty even, eight of the whoops. So <laughs> it was definitely different. Um, races they go by fast. So people like Ken Roxon and then and, and that get good starts they normally end up pretty good so but I thought Tomat was getting got really, really lucky but he um, he's to be fair at the practice track or, or on a macro track he's uh, you know like the bike the way it rides around the track is looks evil to ride but and then it, yeah. it seems to be working with him pretty good yeah, there was a fantastic video I saw of um, the MotoGP champ, or ex-champ now, Fabio Quattararo, in the Yamaha pit, um, pushing down Tomac's suspension at the back, and it barely moved. Did you, did you see that? And yeah. is that what most of your bikes are like? Like that. I, I actually think he's um, he's from folks are really sad, which is odd, because they never die more in the whoops, but he seems to be pretty grand as if you want watch their bikes they're quite soft but yeah mm. just watching and listening while doing bike work and stuff like that they all say that type of stuff so when you watch it and you see it actually looks a bit uh, different tough for people like that to know the difference so I'll just get the suspension and whack it in but options you know what I mean <laughs> yeah so did, at any point did, uh, did anyone think Ken was going to pull out the bag and get the win. He was looking good uh, going into that third main event. Yeah. He seemed to be fair. He seems to be getting better and better. I think the more, the more he um the more he run does a bit of testing and stuff like that, I think he'd get better. A race soon. And I think, I think as soon as he wins one I think that'll just and I think that'll just get his confidence back up. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm not entirely convinced with with, with Roxon. I must be honest. And, um, I mean, he, he did uh, had a great bit of uh, defence there uh, to hold off. Um, well, hold, held off Tomac for quite some time there, and uh, also did. Um, yeah, obviously had, had three good uh, good sort of results. But I, I don't know if he's really 
I think that X factor that sort of set him apart a bit on the Honda on occasion has, has kind of gone a bit. Um, well, so, yeah, that, I, I don't know. That, I, I, that can't, three I can't see Ken winning more than one or two in the year. Certainly championship, I, I don't think is there, but I mean, that's... By my opinion, I don't know. I might get a big backlash from him because yeah, yeah. he he gets a lot of hits every time he gets featured, and uh, yeah, it's pretty incredible. So, um, but yeah, with uh, with rocks and I mean, fingers crossed. I mean, we're all here. I mean, we're on this side of the Atlantic, always cheering on a Euro rider, hoping that uh, that Kenny will do it. He's a nice guy. Spoke to him at World Supercross, saw him fall over a tough block, which was hilarious in the track walk. Uh, but uh, yeah, for somehow, I, I just can't see him really nailing it against those guys every year, every week. Yeah, you never know. He's uh I don't think he's he's gonna win the title, but yeah, a couple a few race wins, like two or three, that that triple on and then the triple off onto the other table, that you, you don't do that unless you're feeling comfortable. Uh, yeah. Well that, that was a genius think, bit of riding for sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're you're doing a different rhythm to everyone else, so you're out of like the line that's getting beaten up. You're on a smoother bit of track, and it was obviously difficult because you saw Tomac just weed himself in the last one. Uh, yeah, I think if uh, I, yeah, if he gets at the start and like people like Tomac get buried a little bit, and he gets those, he's so explosive in those first few laps. Uh, yeah, I can see him just pulling a gap and then just sort of just riding it home. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I they'll probably catch him, but he he seems to ride a lot more defensive. He's a lot more defensively well against everyone else, unless unless it's Barsha. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what was your That's take on him? He's going, he's going to be nervous because when he done his arms and stuff like that, he got pushed him back even further. So he's always going to be a little bit nervous around some riders because yeah. he knows he gets out of the carnage. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think it'll be a part and uh, Cooper and um, Webb and uh, Mac. And I think kind of Jason Anderson and are going to just be hovering there and then either going to kind of get in the fight by messing up and them two kind of clashing or, or something like that. I think it'll be a bit of a weird. People winning because there's so many people that are fast between first and second and, and the massive gap between third, fourth, fifth. They're all pretty much, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think it's decent. should be good fun. Yeah, I think Sexton put himself back in the map, didn't he? Back himself in solid title contention after this weekend. That was a real nice showing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I think he's uh, a good rider. Yeah, there's not. Right. Uh, I think between sort of Sexton, Anderson, Webb, and Tomac, there's there's not a lot in it. Tomac was kind of looking like the guy, but I think that that crash shows. That he's uh he's not he's not like unbeatable and there is a there is a little chink in his armor. I think um when he starts battling with riders like Cooper Webb and Jay Sanderson and they he doesn't just blow by him, they go back past try and go back past him, throw him out of his groove a little bit. That's when he he starts making those little little mistakes and uh yeah, bit him in that last one. That could have been that could have been a season ender if uh he would have missed the yeah, was, tough blocks and went onto the concrete. It was a scary old crash, yeah. Straight into the tough blocks. I mean, yeah, he kind of lucked out by landing on back onto another the next tough block along. But uh, yeah, I, I felt like it was a crash of like pure frustration that he couldn't get by. Is, is that how you read it, Dylan? Uh, uh, it was just a, it was it was always like it's quite quite sticky and a high on 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 the track. So um, I, I think he just got the right wrong to the edge and then in uh, the tough blocks when you hit them things you got luckily he went kind of over and onto the because then either go left right or you, you just keep riding the tough, tough blocks until you uh, um, yeah I think he got, got lucky and he's obviously uh, he's on the top of his game and he's not had many injuries 
face, so he's all brand new and feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Cooper Webb had another Cooper Webb kind of day, didn't he? Just sort of there, always there, and just like rock solid. Uh, although, um, yeah, didn't quite yeah. get to the podium in the end. But uh, I think he, he's definitely more of a threat this year than last, do you think, with Cooper? Yeah, um, that, that seventh in the first one really uh, sort of hindered his overall position because he, he went 7-4-2. Uh, if, he, if he could have turned that into another second, he would have, he would have sort of been, he'd have been second overall or more tied for the win. Um, yeah. so he's probably kicking himself a little bit with that, but yeah, you could, you could see he was get he was getting more comfortable as the races went on. Same with, um, uh, same with Sexton. The last race, he, uh, he, well, he was just the out and out fastest. He, he was behind Anderson and, uh, Roxon just passed them and took off. Uh, I thought I really thought Anderson was going to have a bit more for him speed wise, but didn't even get chance to uh, go back at him. Uh, no, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, it was... go on with a lag. So when you when you talk, I'll always <laughs> talk after Brad. <laughs> a lag, so it's, it's not so great, but. Um, all of the people ride the track I mean it's different when you're in you actually see it it's it's uh, I don't know you say it like in between the rhythms if it's right it's always right and uh, it only takes you to literally blink your eyes the other end of the rut and I think you just obviously got caught out with that and it's the same for all riding they're all on the top of their game but all they have to do is literally turn on and bomb it it bites you straight in the ass so uh, yeah I think it'll be in the 450 class it's such a knife edge and I mean like I say you saw that that Anderson like near miss it was like wow that's like just so close but yeah amazingly saved it to be fair yeah Um, also uh, yeah so anyone else in the the 450s were thinking obviously big shame that Malcolm Stewart uh, uh, missed the event. Um, not sure if uh, has anyone heard any news on on Marco if he's going to be back uh, for this weekend at Houston. Uh, I heard me. Um, Yikes! I don't know. Don't know the extent of it, but uh, yeah, I. I mean, obviously, it'd be good if he's back for Houston, but um, doesn't look doesn't look too great. Uh, I yeah, I think um, Savachi's looking for that as a a fill-in ride by the signs of it from what I've <laughs> heard on other other podcasts so okay uh, yikes yeah I mean I think he's he's so actually deserving of it 10th overall on privateer yeah. beat Craig uh they're both on factory bikes uh, yeah I don't think he would mm. do any worse than, than Malcolm no for sure interesting <laughs> Because that Martin uh, was like, challenging for the win in, at uh, Anaheim. So do you think he's uh, think Savachi gets that bike? He gets up top three, five. <laughs> I, I don't know about Savachi riding that bike. He, um, I don't think he fits in there very well. I think Savachi just needs to stick to the watch my names he can. Because yeah, I think he's making a nice little chunk of money at the minute. Up's good. Okay. He's still riding for that summit team, so you never, never know those doors. But I think he's got quite a cool little finger on there. But he could jump on on that and and do really good, and it could spike something on him what he's doing. But I think he's, I think he's, uh, I think he could be like a big world supercross like long term rider. Because yeah. I think he fit in, fitted in well there. He doesn't mind travelling. That's so. Um, so it's good for him to travel around while he's got a young Yeah, of course, and he had a good uh, good result in Melbourne, didn't he? So um, yeah, you'd think that yeah. Supercross got to be on his radar. Just uh, yeah, just yeah, on yeah, on that. Uh, still right. Come Go on. <laughs> Go on. After you. Go on. It's, it's, it's my hot spot. Yeah, I think it, I don't think. I don't know if not, because obviously they have so many riders anyway, don't they? Do you know what I mean? 
yeah. and the 250 guy, he just broke his shoulder or something, didn't he? So, I think that for this yeah. spot, then, then feel someone that they've already got. <laughs> so it's mad, I've done it. I've done it. Like Some kid, he got hurt on his... Obviously, was riding Suzuki in England and... and I bought gas gas because that was my, my choice and then a kiddie got hurt on a Suzuki out here to ride for the team and that's what you Please. do because sometimes the opportunity that you could get on a team and it only takes someone like Savachi or to a, a B team or, or a factory team or something like that and they could just be really sorry for you or see you've done a good result out and think you know what give this kid or survive but you never know until you ask and it's, it's quite like that out yeah like you have to know who's in yeah get your get your name in otherwise it doesn't uh hat just because you're survive or whoever you are do you know what i mean you have tense in every time it's strange so mm. different to that english way or yeah, I think yeah. Um, it just seems a case of getting your foot in the door at a factory team and just putting together just, just a few good results that are just showing a bit of flash and then uh, they'll, they'll re-sign you. I mean, it, he was unfortunate in his like his rookie year, the year after Cincerello was coming up, so it was always he was always going to be one and done. But uh, if, if anyone else had the rookie year like he did, they would have, uh, he would have re-signed them. But um, yeah, just seem yeah. He's obviously just been trying to get back, back in that factory door ever since. And uh, I think with with a temp on a privateer bike, he's I mean he's clearly capable. It's not a not a question of speed. Yeah, talking about like privateer bikes and stuff like that. I think it doesn't really matter what you ride. I think you can ride anything and just kind of make, buy all the stuff they have that's decent and most of these guys like like um, Hill and Dean and, and not they're also it's only really the motor that, that's the difference it's a bit different in the 450 classes 17 rounds and it's a big scale of, of sponsorship mm. it's a bit more it's a bit more um, I don't know how you say it. it's a a bit more ghetto, isn't it? <laughs> you see, yeah, you know, affordable, like, like yeah, like, just yeah. Hey, do you know what I mean? Like, you know what? Yeah, yeah I think. Uh, I feel, I yeah, of the um, obviously the four fifties now are so they're so good just out the box. It's more the the benefit yeah. of the factory is now you just have the the knowledge of so many people around you, like a suspension guy, a motor guy, a sprocket guy. <laughs> just uh you got well, a guy was, for everything whereas that's uh, one thing it's um yeah go on. you're on one of the smaller teams you kind of you just have like maybe just your mechanic and a like a tech guy and you you kind of put in your heads together say this is like this is what i want to do and you're trying to find it whereas the factory guy is like yeah this i want to do this right that's what we've got to do and uh yeah, just like they seem to have a, like a, obviously a bigger network to work with. Well, there's um, one thing at World Supercross which made uh, quite a few people laugh in the uh, press in the pre-race press conference at Cardiff, uh, where Chad Reed said that uh, suddenly he had to buy a kit bag <laughs> <laughs> for World Supercross because he never had one. <laughs> it was always just in the team truck. So, uh, oh yeah, we lost it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, that was just everyone was like, oh, really? You know, you've got to buy a kit kit bag like you know where's the world's smallest violin but anyway, there you go yeah <laughs> you got it sorted you dropped out there didn't everything okay uh, uh button by accident i think i pressed b or something and then it said disposable camera <laughs> i'm trying to get better at all this high tech stuff it's um not yes okay yeah we're, we're doing the best we'll soldier through it we'll soldier through it's all good um so on the on the slight subject there's popped up world supercross so you uh signed up for the whole six round series this year what, what are your thoughts on that <laughs> i wish i could do a little world tour trip that'd be amazing <laughs> i'd love to. uh i don't know i haven't haven't been offered anything or spoke to a few people i message i message everyone all around the world to be honest i'll ride anything anywhere anytime yeah. any place <laughs> i'll go wherever i see 
Yeah, that was an Indian. Seen that Indian Supercross? Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, I've was, seen that, that. Well, you fancied a bit of that, are you? Yeah, I fancy a bit of that. I know. I messaged them, um, <laughs> see what they were saying. They got dates and stuff coming out soon. So, yeah, even awesome. now, I might be. Yeah. Super- that's uh, they're all outside, aren't they? And they're uh, I was uh, me and uh, Aaron Booker were watching it, and we emailed the promoter guy, and he was like super keen to get us out there. I had I clearly had, he did have no idea who we were, but uh, they've got yeah. some money, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there's money to be made out there. I've got some, um. Yeah, definitely. So I messaged a couple of teams, but I haven't heard anything back. I spoke to an Australian team, um, just the actual Australian championship, but I haven't heard anything back. But uh, if anyone gets hurt or there's ever, they need someone struggling for a guy, I'll, I'll be man. Sure, I'll be jumping on a flight within a couple of hours. And if it went, that's it. So we'll see what happens. Rider for hire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Book this man. <laughs> yeah. I'm booking, so, uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, fill, fill the books up. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. If you could see it at Wembley, that'd be really good. Because, uh, yeah, I think, um, yeah, the way Arena Cross is going, there might be a, well, there'll definitely be a, a place on the grid for you. Sure, I'll make it exciting. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. So two fifties, two fifties was um, at last. So Jet, it's not going to go perfect through the season. Like at last, we saw Jet make a mistake and something a bit interesting happening at the front. Although we kind of brought it back to the status quo in uh, in the third race there. Um, but yeah, pretty pretty wild one. Um, obviously, RJ Hampshire looked very strong in the the first one, and then the second one. I mean, I don't know. Did you see his crash, Bradley? It just looked like he just did not make sure yeah. of his line through that sandy uh, section um, you know it just what the, yeah i going? think uh he was obviously didn't get the start was trying to push through the pack and i mean rj rj does what rj does and got a bit buckwad and the sand hand come off and that was it and that was all she wrote and down the track he went uh it was a big old get off he was lucky to, to walk away from it uh but yeah, and then I think he must have rung his bell a little bit because the the third main event he, he definitely wasn't the same RJ as the first one. Like he crashed in the whoops and yeah, making a lot of little errors. <clears throat> Ended up thirteenth. Not not what you want to do when Jet is obviously having a bit of an off night. You really need to capitalize on Jet Lawrence making these mistakes because they are far and few between uh yeah. yeah and same for McAdoo I mean did you see his arm it was <laughs> there were some bad pictures man yeah that was an awful swelling on his arm yeah I think we've all had a few of those didn't I know you probably had a, a few more knocks uh, than than, uh, than myself anyway but uh yeah I, I do think the 250s are shaping up I mean behind Lawrence is interesting but yeah do you think he's do you think Jet's going to go like all the I mean, way when he goes to 450 yeah, I hadn't watched too much of him and, and until this weekend because obviously I'd race him myself, so I, I hadn't watched. But I watched, he's uh, he done that, I don't know what the, the camelback thing was. It was like a, wasn't even a camelback, it was more like a gerbil back. It, yeah, it like wasn't a three like, up, one down. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was weird. One that Tomac could Sexton and Webb were just launching. Yeah, that's what Jet done. Jet was the first guy to do it. So you went off the bottom one Seriously? and tried over. So it was, um, yeah, so it was there. It was good to watch and see him do that little league of his own. I think when he just, I don't think when he has a perfect guy, he's a bit of that perfect thing. And then he's still young. And even when I was on EMX, and we, we was young and he's still young now. Like, still young, but like we've been around for a long time now racing on two cars to get on a 450 and have a little and have a different week and stuff like that he's probably been doing the same stuff for like three years now hasn't he so uh, class was yeah. uh, very very stacked but there was always there was a battle going through and it's been difficult this year like 
even like some of the guys that made oh you must have got faster you must have been doing this for a year and, da, 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 and some of the kids have got faster so I feel like it's quite stacked I feel like the, they'll kind of get more like the veteran type guys that have been around like the Jerry Robbins and, and been around and done it a million times you know what I mean I feel, yeah. I feel like East is more also but it's more rookies and stuff like that also yeah well like Mitchell Oldenburg he's been in the class for probably near on 10 years and he was he's like fourth overall uh yeah. like Pierce Brown he, he he he's been in the class longer than what most people think or still Nicoletti he's like 50 uh, Nicoletti with those lights what's that all about yeah <laughs> yeah I didn't see that I didn't know what that is it's uh apparently I was hoping you got a close up of it though it's uh, a light they yeah. they put it on a couple of bikes and they turn it on when um when the person's in the lead apparently uh, it's like a thing they're trialing to just to, I guess to make it easier to identify the leader okay yeah because uh, if you notice as soon as uh, Kitchen went by him or Styles went by him uh, it went straight off <laughs> ah okay I see yeah, like, uh, yeah. I think uh, yeah, like, I think they could do with that arena cross because Conrad was moaning about no blue flags last week. <laughs> yeah, so that'd be cool. Yeah. That's a nice that one. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think um, the, the the main event too. It was well, it was just pandemonium, wasn't it? It was. It was like yeah, Phil was in the lead, and it was like there was a sniper up in the stands. Just whoever was in second, they just, they just popped them off, and he just <laughs> riding around at the front. He got up to like a six, seven second lead at one point, and then uh, obviously uh, Levi and Stars caught him in the end. But to to get a podium, I think he's got to be pretty stoked with that. Yeah. I for sure. I mean, I, for for a while there, I thought that even Max Bowden was going to get up the top. I mean, it was all over the all over the place that race. So. Yeah. But uh, was it was it that treacherous the soil, Dylan? Do you think that's what was catching everyone out? It was uh, um, it was done the monster jam and stuff like that on the track. It was definitely um, a bit rockier and a little bit more, and obviously they water it, so it makes it like it's a weird soil. It bakes and then um, it obviously. It absorbs so much moisture. Weeks worth of that's it. It's just a week's worth of moisture, and then it's dried out, out like that. To be honest, but uh, uh, yeah, I thought the track was great. Right, up, up nice. That's always shaded, like that first corner, like rhythm shaded. So it's always kind of rutty throughout there. So uh, I think that's why you right. saw a couple of people cross jumping, obviously doing the crashes down there this weekend which wasn't very good because yeah. there was a lot, a lot of ruts in between the jumps so I thought it was, uh, it was a good track there definitely yeah it was a nice layout I thought the way they jumped over the the, uh, the start the weird start loop and they jumped over it several times that was uh, quite a nice setup I thought yeah no it was decent it was good yeah track nice one so um, cool. with I the think, uh, uh, east lineup going oh sorry go on no, yeah, I was just saying that the tra- it's nice to see them like, obviously do different things uh, with the tracks rather than just sort of like typical up and down, up and down, uh, like jumping across the start straight, the little sort of little weird dragon's back hump thing off after the finish. And uh, it's, it's cool to see in rhythm sections where you get the people like Ken Rocks and Eli Tomat that are able to do a big rhythm that uh, obviously not everyone's doing when everyone just does the same rhythm it gets a bit a bit boring and uh, it's obviously harder to make up time but obviously you can if you want to take the risk there's a, there's big rhythms to do and it's uh, yeah. yeah it's it's better for the fans I think personally watching it on the telly anyway Sure. I mean, um, with, the, with the 250, with the 250s, Dylan, do you find there's sometimes that it, 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 you just got to push that bit harder to do the rhythms that the 450s do, so you get more differences in how people are doing the sections? Uh, cool. The rhythms are always, yeah, the, the rhythms at the test tracks are obviously beat up, up and then the rhythms at deep, and 
So it does take a little bit of time to get used to it, definitely. Yeah, I don't know if you actually had. I was I was just going to say the um the the supercross triple, I think it's after the first rhythm. Jet was making up so much time by jumping to the inside and doing the triple from the inside before the sand. Yeah, uh, and I think they they caught on to it like in sort of main two and main three, but he was just eating eating into RJ's lead doing that probably like nearly half a second just on that one corner where RJ was going out wide to do the triple jet was able just to roll through that inside and get over it just uh he just picks up on little things yeah absolutely um i've actually had a question through from greg wilcox on facebook so thanks for uh putting that through live on facebook and um, the question for yourself dylan um and it's about this rhythm sections there how hard is it to do what uh ken and eli were doing on the weekend that hump jump on to uh, jump on the scenario how, how difficult is that to do I think it's very difficult because I've well only done it so <laughs> so that you didn't see no one else do it and to be jumped that, like that you never really see that because the on the off has like a lip on it so um, mm. yeah, yeah it's an unusual jump but yeah obviously he's never done anything like that like jumping over a whole river monster with with uh, did Tomac do it once or twice as well? Yeah, he, uh, was he, trying, did it. he was trying to do it when he fell off, wasn't he? Like, he, yeah, he was tripling on, yeah. uh, and then stink like just drop like stepping off and then doing that big quad. But he a couple of times, the first time he tried to step off onto the table, he cased the shit out of it. Uh, yeah. And then I think he did it one more time and actually did it, and then the next lap he he went down. And then yeah, he didn't, yeah, I don't yeah, think he bothered yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, there's, a, there's a weird one. I mean, that, that's one of the uh, weird things about Roxon again, isn't it? I mean, again, you say about his history with the hand injuries and uh, how much uh, how much sort of that might bring in a slight bit of fear factor when he's battling with someone, but yet he'll do a crazy jump like that that no one else is doing. Like, no problem. So what's, what's that all about? <laughs> I'm I don't know. Sometimes you just feel different, others, and there's just some pe- people like it, some people don't. Like there's some some people that only got to learn. Like some people are really good at doing one lap, and then when it great, and, and then some people, like, I'm kind of like this. I'm not so good at doing one. Lap, pretty good. So like triple crown for me is not very great, and then others it's good. It's it's all different. It's all the way different styles of riding and. And uh, and uh, and yeah, that's kind of just where it's at at the minute. It's so to work that out, that that bit that you just said. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you like yeah. triple crowns? Obviously, you just said like the the one lap. You don't. <laughs> uh, speed thing is not. No, not I just your, don't. You'd do I like a heat race. Feel like the one. Yeah, the one lap thing's just crazy to me. Like one lap, bombs done. Yeah. To go go in to then do something, so then. You, you race a couple of the riders and then wherever you the main event. But the triple crown's odd, so some people it suits some rider preference really. But that obviously going back to what you just said about Ken, he obviously was on his own in front of people and just managed to do that jump. All that, all that. And things happen like that and it starts clicking and then you start trying to take bits, little bits and sometimes it'll bite you in the ass and sometimes it doesn't. I've had it, but both ways. <laughs> yeah, you can feel so great on a bike that, like, one day you you probably both ride at one day and you feel mint, and then you go back the next day and you're like, oh, I don't feel this good. Sometimes that day when you're as mint, you try something that you think you don't normally do. Done there, you kind yeah. of push the boat a little bit and done a jump that no one's done, but he come off through that myself if I tried that on my day I'd probably be in the back of a hand <laughs> yeah um, I had uh, one uh, question come the tri- go on oh, I just another point on the triple crowns obviously if if you're um, like Cameron McAdoo uh, RJ Havishai and Jet is get like Jet doesn't really make mistakes um so obviously he, he drops when that was his own that was his own fault. 
that that if that was a, a normal main event, that's like potentially five points that you you could crawl you could claw back on it. Whereas the triple crown, he's obviously still got he's still well within the hunt for the overall with a third. Uh, and again, like he obviously like a sixth in a normal main event, that that can be disastrous in a in an eight race series no. when you've got like McAdoo going like two two, honest, two two or whatever to be honest it's the crown and there's no more races than there's whatever the thing is at the end just need to stick to cross done because there's not there is a load of races for crown for the 450s it's not 250s because there's only four or five races of each coast this, these years there's not a lot of races um in like the western region if that makes sense like around California area but uh, yeah I'm not a fan fan. I hope they get rid of it to be honest (laughs) (laughs) I think Jet's with you to be honest after this weekend yeah I hope Um, they get rid of it Yeah, uh, just for uh, thoughts there, moving up to Houston this weekend, I've had a, somebody ask me as well um, what your thoughts might be on Max Anstey's chances. Yeah, I think Max riding really good. MTF, as I've heard of MTF, big boots, hard training, hard training. So someone like Max, he's a, he's a perfectionist. I mean, I've tried as well, and he's the same. He's a perfectionist, do you know what I mean? Naki, you the things you, you learn from a young age which you still use now so um, yeah, I think I think obviously the first round you never know how anyone's going to but I could definitely see him having a couple like solid results definitely yeah I think uh, yeah. yeah I don't know 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 it all the stack like I know Max is on the 250 and it's been a few years since he's raced like Jordan Smith, Jeremy Martin, all, all them, them like they're definitely going to be on the podium. Yeah. If, yeah. See. I think if all goes well. I think obviously with the injuries we've had with Shimoda and Seth Hamaker, uh, Philippe Swole, um, I think the tracks like Daytona and those Atlanta tracks, uh, I think they'll, they'll suit Max quite well because um, he is he's, I mean you've seen it when he's done the outdoors over there on the 450 he's like instantly straight up in the mix um, yeah and they, they seem a bit more outdoorsy I think they'll they'll, they'll suit yeah. him a bit better and yeah obviously with the some of the top boys going out injured it, uh, it really opens the door for uh, people sort of in Max's position that are would be knocking on that top five you're then knocking on that top three yeah for sure I mean uh, yeah the heavier it gets the better it is for Max every time isn't it mm. yeah <clears throat> yeah you think uh, that sand section this weekend you think he'd probably make up that three seconds going through there each lap <laughs> <laughs> yeah it got very carved out that didn't it I, I mean it, was it was it as soft as it looked uh, yeah yeah, it was definitely soft on the underneath because obviously they put um, they put sand on the so obviously it just goes down to to the hard ground. So yeah, yeah. Is it um, obviously if you were going to ride a sand track, you'd probably set your suspension up like a little bit softer, whereas your supercross suspension is is pretty firm compared to like motocross stuff does it can you sort of really feel the difference when you go into like a sand corner or through like that sand section I've got that too because last time I rode sand probably on 85 so I couldn't (laughs) I honestly couldn't (laughs) I I, I couldn't yeah I haven't rode sand in ages I've rode hard pack and obviously it's a lot different it's a bike stock and just ride it I added one one two five and I rode it out of British and it was track it was uh, it felt great but on a track where there's faster riders and it's tough but super cross suspension mm. and arena cross suspension all suspension it's going to be different before you go because arena cross yeah. is soft so you've got to have a bit of it. and then here it's bigger jump so it's going to be all different you know yeah yeah and that uh, that East Championship lineup, obviously yeah it's been 
injury hit across the board. But uh, just looking quickly through some of the entries there, you've got Michael Moseman, definitely got to be a bit of a favourite for the Gas Gas team. Um, do you know much about his prep at all? I don't know yeah. if you've seen much about him. Uh, no, no. To be honest, I don't know anyone that's that close doing it, if I'm honest. <laughs> I haven't even looked. I've been, I've had, yeah. my head, I've not even really looked. So I've just been slammed out here doing my thing. <laughs> You've got to think that um, Moseman and uh, Jeremy Martin are probably the two favourites to challenge Hunter. I think Hunter's the favourite going in. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah. Obviously, Jerry Martin's on the, the Club MX bike now. It's kind of the first time he's not been on what he say oh. a full factory team. Uh, yeah. And then Moseman is, he gets a little loose from time to time as yeah. well. He's like similar to like RJ and McAdoo. Like you could, he's blistering fast, but it could easily clip a tough block. Check it out. But, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think we'll see more winners on the East than, than West. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, it'd be tough to get fewer, wouldn't it? But, uh, and then, uh, and then one wild card, Tom Vial. How do you think he's going to do moving across from, uh, from your first year in the Supercross? Heard, what do you reckon? I've heard he's been crashing his brains out. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> I've heard he's been crashing. It's expected, isn't it? Imagine going from like being that high up, doing something, trying to learn something new with a load of other fast kids that you probably never, you don't want to get beat by them. And they're all fast as you. And you're on this factory bike, expect a few crashes. Yeah. But I heard he's had a couple crashes. But I think he'll be good. I think he'll be good in his yeah. races. So. I don't I think, think make, um, I think rolling around in a 10th 15th spot would be his kind of I think you never know he could just come out and do really good smoke it <laughs> yeah I think uh, yeah. I kind of see him doing like similar to what Marv Marvin Muscan did when he first came over um, like he was sort of between that fifth and tenth in his first year, he's obviously a two-time world champion, same as Tom Vial. Uh, both French, uh, both ride the bike quite similarly, sort of very technically sound. Uh, and obviously, again, another one I think he'll benefit from the Daytona and the Atlanta rounds, where they're, they're yeah. a bit more motocross-esque, a bit faster, um, a bit more sendy. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I, I could see him getting a podium at like Atlanta or Daytona. He's obviously he's quick out the gate is what the advantage he's got. Um, yeah, he's no he's no stranger to to a whole shot for sure and leading from the front. He's he's really good at leading from the front. So yeah, I think it, uh, he, uh, yeah I can see him I could see him whole shot in every race to be honest. <laughs> well, there's nothing new there that's what he was doing in Grand Prix wasn't oh, exactly that's it. incredible yeah and uh, short start straights now powerful bike as well so uh, yeah I mean do you notice a difference in some of those I mean you said the factory bikes were much different in like sort of 450 level but do you notice some of the 250s are a bit quicker than others or not really Dylan I think so whoever's got bigger pockets You've got deep pockets. You don't, you don't just have a beam and get a piston and ignition them, and off you go. It's the same, <laughs> same of anywhere around the world. Car racing. You've got deep, deep pockets. Yeah. Good stuff. Nice one. So uh, yeah, we're looking forward to Houston then. I mean, uh, yeah, we've got much, uh, much else there, Brad. What, what, uh, what are you thinking about this weekend? Apart from the coffee guts up. <laughs> Stick it on mute, Brad. <laughs> Hang on, while, while, while Brad's just killing himself, did it? Uh, what's, what's, um, he smokes, so... he smokes fags. He smokes smoking fags or something. <laughs> it's, uh, it's too yeah, much chest to go on your mouth. One of so what do you say uh, um, didn't quite catch it at the beginning there Dylan you've got uh, your your plans are a bit up in the air then you don't quite know what's happening in the next few weeks yeah or the rest of the year I'm not sure yeah I don't know racing much motocross I know that (laughs) but uh, I might ride a little bit I'm going to try to ride a bike speaking um, 
yeah, I'm definitely going to try to buy a bike. To... And um, just so when I come back here, I'm not just like, but I'm not sure yet. We'll see if I can. I'm going to, after I get off this, I've got to go rent it and pay the rent and then come back here and try to see if I can change my flight. Flight and everything's good and, and I can get back to England. To, to race or not and uh, that's that then I'll maybe just race Wembley but I'd like to win a bit more money be better for should be good and it's another race another venue different fans I think it looks like into the arena cross and do pretty good so that's the arena cross oh, this side okay. of the pond yeah arena cross UK yeah yeah see what happens I'm gonna give give that uh, Taylor a ring that's that's running the all them boys. So see how they go, see what they're up to, and um, see whether we can make it happen or not. So we'll see. Nice one, good stuff. Delighted to see you with the air. Sorry, sorry, Bradley. Come, how you doing? Good. Did I hear that Deegan was possibly doing the East Coast? I think I thought I heard them say that on the broadcast on a Saturday night oh, that I normally me and my future. girlfriend watch his, watch his vlogs but I don't I haven't them. so they uh, um, I'm not sure if he's he normally he says in that what he's up to and all stuff like that so uh, yeah so yeah because uh, obviously he did the futures Saturday didn't I can't imagine it went how he thought it was going to go uh yeah, obviously crashing on that <laughs> weird dragon's back thing. Uh, yeah, people I'd... are saying he's going to smoke everybody, aren't they? <clears throat> I think uh, we'll see imagine. this weekend if he turns up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> yeah, he's the only thing he's smoking is a L and B with me at the moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I think uh, if if he was contemplating like I'm an in it, I think uh, I'd probably knock it on the head for another couple of weeks because he didn't. Uh, yeah. He looked. He looked like he was riding over his head a little bit. Yeah, a bit bombed out, wasn't he? Perhaps. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Can't seem to get me out straight. In a minute. All right, there we go. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So four um, fifties this weekend. Any predictions, anyone? What do you reckon? I think uh, I, I see uh, Jason's going to pull out another win uh, he's obviously went 1-5-1 he's got momentum on his side I think Tomac would just be looking to get things back rolling just to, I think he'll be happy with a podium going on the east coast so yeah I think Sexton cool nice one did him. Uh, I reckon. I reckon. Mm, right. I think, uh, no, Webb. Web, I think Webb will do good this weekend because he. I think Webb. Yeah, good at the more East Coast tracks. Do you think? Yeah. Where he gets a bit more carved I think up. He, I think he'll do good. Definitely do good. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think. Uh, yeah. Tomac still leading. The points sixty nine over Sexton and Webb both on sixty five. So uh, mm. yeah, close. Um, yeah, Roxon's only only eleven back. So True. yeah, not not much in it really. What to play for? Oh, yeah, boys, I'm gonna have to go. It's just started absolutely tipping it down. I've got all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sure? I'll, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go away with that. All right, that's great. Yeah, no problem at all, Dylan. Yeah. Just absolutely hammer. Oh, my God. Go for it. Go for it. Dylan, thanks so much for joining Sweet. us, mate. Right. Thanks, mate. Thank Been a pleasure. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Thank you. Bye, mate. Bye. Ta-da. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if he uh, just uh, intends yeah. his mate to host by the window, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, 250s is still... Uh, Jet's still got a nice little cushion. Got a 16 point lead. Yeah. Uh, they got two weeks off. Uh, <clears throat> is it two weeks? Is it? Yeah, it isn't. Yeah, because we got okay. um, we've got Max the following week, haven't we? Yes. 
yeah. Uh, yeah, where is it this weekend? Is it? This, this weekend's Houston. And then Tampa, yeah. That's it, yeah. And then... Uh, yeah, yeah, Tampa, uh, Matt. <coughs> Go on. Oh, yeah, then, yeah, back to Oakland, isn't it? That's right, yeah. Yeah. And okay. uh, we, we uh, apparently could well have uh, Mr. Anstey with us in a couple of weeks' time, fingers crossed. Yeah, be good. Be nice. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, I think Jet, I don't think Jet's stressing. I mean, obviously, <laughs> they still finished second overall. They still beat his main championship competitors. Uh, still pulled away from him. Like, yeah, he's yeah, 16 up on McAdoo, 17 up on Hampshire. I, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a Jet, you're probably probably welcoming the, the little break just to yeah. right look at it, see what went on and this weekend at the Triple Crown wrecked by those mistakes and if you're Mac doing Hampshire you, you're uh, thanking God thanking Allah that you've got got some time off yeah time to heal those wounds isn't it I mean uh, yeah yeah it's going to be um, yeah McAdoo again I mean just just riding like an Iron Man with those injuries to, to do what he did is like yeah you got to stand yeah. back and applaud that kid that's, that's absolutely incredible a, so if you're a Mitch Payton you've You've got to be pulling your hair out, aren't you? Watching him when he weaves himself in the whoops in in qualifying, thinking, "Oh my god, I've got yeah, no I mean, riders left." <laughs> such a shame because Joe was looking so strong, looking like a real yeah. challenge to Hunter in the in the East. That could have been fantastic. Seth Hamaker was making real progress as well. You know, so second or third year for Seth, isn't it? I think this year was that right? Uh, yeah, I think uh, his first year ended before it even started I think in uh, yeah, qualifying right. uh, yeah. yeah then last year I think he had he was pretty he had a pretty alright year yeah obviously injured again it sucks yeah yeah it, is, yeah, it really does shame. yeah yeah so um, Joe. yeah I mean it thins out the field a bit for the likes of Vial doesn't it and uh, and, and Max to get in there I think so uh, yeah we're certainly hopeful there for the European boys but uh, yeah also uh, just be good to see if uh, Moseman and um uh, and Jeremy Martin can challenge Hunter Lawrence and uh, see if he can make a bit of a championship of it. That'd be good to see. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, just want Jay Martin to to stay healthy for the outdoors. Really, <laughs> that's all, yeah. that's like his his bread and butter. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I think Moseman is already going to see the threat, the main threat for uh, um, Hunter. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's a carbon copy of the, the West, and he's just sort of out front clicking off his laps looking like he's at 85% and yeah. just sort of holding that lead at sort of like four or five seconds not doing anything stupid he's obviously I don't know what is he 20 <clears throat> 21 22 yeah. like <clears throat> it's not his it's not his first time around the block and I, sure. I imagine he wants he wants to get one of these 250 titles yeah absolutely <laughs> Yeah, good stuff. Well, it's going to be an intriguing season. So I think, uh, yeah, we'll uh, bring it uh, to a close from there, there, Bradley, unless you've got much more to add. No, don't think so. Just, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have uh who did you say we've got trying to find we've got guests lined up for yeah we've got a possible guest lined up just needs to be needs, needs to be cleared up we got uh, yeah Max yeah. has uh, pretty, Max pretty well um, yeah solid for the following week but uh, yeah we'll uh, yeah. we'll get the uh, the guest announced uh, when it's confirmed uh, uh, over on uh, MX Vice so yeah still stay tuned to yeah. the socials on MX Vice we'll catch that yeah so uh, yeah make sure you tune back in next Monday 8 o'clock we'll be here absolutely uh, 8 or maybe 8.30 we'll see how it goes 8, 8.30 <laughs> Be ready. So all very loose. It's all very loose. But it's yeah, it's a loose but, program uh, over here. Nice one. Well, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in and uh, and listening. So yeah, thanks for uh, um, Dylan Woodcock for joining us as well. That's great to have uh, have him on board, and uh, we wish him all the best with uh, wherever he goes this year. I love the the random sort of week to week. Uh, basis he's taken his season and uh, yeah we certainly wish him all the best in whatever racing he does even if it's India or Australia or uh, World Supercross we'll, uh, we'll see how he does how he does from here but uh, yeah this uh, podcast brought to you by AS3 Performance the home of aftermarket motocross enduro parts uh, from hard wearing protection parts including skid plates and radiator braces to performance cooling parts including silicon radiator hoses and oversized impeller kits AS3 also have a huge range of brake clutch and gear levers all with different features and adjustability Check them out online at www.as3performance.co.uk and it's fueled by Gulf Race Fuels and uh, yeah, Arma 
hydration kits as uh, Bradley's uh, model in there. And uh, of course, yeah, even strokes to uh, make sure that they support uh, MX Vice. So yeah, please, uh, yeah. if you're going to buy your kit, buy it from those guys. And uh, what was the special code, Bradley? Brad Wheeler 10, 10% off anything in online. Great stuff. So yeah, yeah. use Bradley's name and get in there and uh, yeah, we'll all be good. So thanks everybody for tuning in and uh, yeah, we will see you uh, Wednesday is the uh, podcast for the Great British Podcast and uh, next Monday yeah. uh, we will record the Supercross uh, SMX AMA review. All right then. Oops. So cheerio, Bradley. Ah. Cheerio, Bradley. Thank you and good night.